0: This episode of the Event Industry News Podcast is sponsored by Evolution Dome, award-winning temporary inflatable event structures. Take a look at their structures at evolutiondome.com.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Event Industry News Podcast with me, James Dixon, wishing you a very good morning or afternoon or evening, whenever or wherever you join today's podcast from. Um, and on today's podcast, um, dare I say it, a subject that I have some understanding of some understanding of um for for various different events that i've worked on but something that will uh, i'm sure uh pique the interest of most if not all of our podcast followers and it's the subject of audience engagement at in-person events something that we talk about often something that we debate often something that companies are constantly coming forward with new ideas about how we can do this particularly tech platforms that's something that that always seems to crop up in the in the subject and the discussion of audience engagement but i think we're going to be extending that well beyond the subject of just technology and how that does it today once we find out a little bit more about our guest my guest today is a senior event professional um, with experience running international events for global business leaders who has also worked at the level of hospitality including locations at like the Savoy in London and until recently was the head of events at Founders Forum. I'm delighted to say that joining us today is Jesse Peterkin. Jesse, welcome to the Event Industry News Podcast. Hi James, thank you so much for having me. You're very, very welcome and that is a very, very, very short and, and sort of succinct way of giving um some context to your professional background um that that, as i said encompasses high-end hospitality and you know international level um events with companies uh, and and leaders, business leaders, who are really from the highest end of that world as well. Um, perhaps just for a bit of context, we can hear directly from you, first of all, about your career and maybe the last 10 years and how you've sort of found your way to, to, to where you are today. Um, give us some history, maybe going back to the uh, the hospitality side of things.
0: Yes, absolutely. So, yes, I'm originally from Montreal, Canada, and I moved to London in 2010 to open the Savoy. Subod- which was under-refurbished for, what, three years? And um, there I joined as a Royal Service uh, person. So basically, um, that is all the guest services over the telephone and in person to the guests of the hotel, from concierge to reservation to sales, name it, everything. And then after three years, I moved on to Rosewood, London, uh, to open that property, their first Rosewood in Europe. Uh, which, again, I was more into the sales and reservation um, processes as well, and supporting a lot of the operation in the front of house. And then I moved to the Canadian Embassy, the Quebec government, where I was doing a lot of events for buyers and suppliers of the art industry uh, across the UK, the Nordic countries, and obviously, homeland Canada. Um, and then in 2017, I moved uh, to uh, Founders Forum to take on all their, um, their events internationally and bring them to the next level. So Founders Forum really had that wish to move forward into the event industry, really making them as experienced and taking care of, as you mentioned, those very high-end profile people that are working in the tech industry, but also those thought leaders and everybody that has um, been everywhere, seen everything, how do we make it? better. So that was the challenge when I read that. And really over the years, what I've done is really creating those experiences and really making those events memorable for the attendees and really enhancing the experience. So I think you were right when you were saying how do we do in person better. It is uh, something that I'm really passionate about and I think there's a lot to dig into. And
1: and, and we've um we've looked at the link and we've discussed it on the podcast previously between the hospitality industry and it working in events there is such a um a synergy there and often really just you know not even a distinction sometimes between events and hospitality given that so many events um but both corporate and consumer utilize hospitality venues essentially to, 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 to uh, you know uh, for, as their locations um when when we talk about the subject of, of engagement we also sort of really have to look at the customer journey don't we so w- we often get i think uh and na- we have sometimes a narrow-minded view of what audience engagement is at an in-person events i think often people will think oh right well that's the period of time where an audience is sat in a conference theater watching somebody on stage and and how do we engage them during that process there but we really when we talk about engagement at in person events we're talking about the whole experience aren't we sort of the, yes. the customer journey very much like a guest arriving at a hotel and how that journey and experience is 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 curated i, I, I believe yes exactly and to your point
0: as well i think it goes beyond just you know media fidelity is an umbrella under which falls the event industry, the restoration industry, the hospitality hotels itself, but everything that has to do with entertainment as well. And you know, at the end of the day, this is what makes us human it's hosting others, right? And it's an event is nowhere different than an hotel or a restaurant where you're going to have a pleasant meal. So really it is how do we Leverage those relationships between people, and make sure that you know the service is up there, and make sure that there's a long-lasting experience that will create that feeling of I belong, or that feeling of I, I feel like I got something out of it that is more than just what I came here for. And you look at the five-star hotel; it's exactly what they want to do. They want to create that experience, that community that travels together, that stays together, that knows what to expect to some extent. And I think events is nowhere different. Your event is really like this combination of food, hospitality, and you know, experience and marketing. It's it's how to to make everything together work as one. It really is, you know, the experience of the attendees, but also your suppliers. Everybody's experience is so important. And that's why I think it falls under how to be attainable to everyone,
1: really. Well, where does it begin? Is is there a specific start point for the for for audience engagement, or does it change depending on the type of event? Um, given some of the events that you worked on, for example, with Founders Forum, where, where would you see uh, as the organizer of that the the where, where is the sort of the first point of contact, if you will, uh, where the engagement with the audience would begin?
0: I think it begins from the invite. It really is before the actually, before even stepping a foot in the physical venue. It is from the first moment, you know. People that don't know you, all they can see is you're black and white. It's what you write. So it needs to be very engaging. It needs to be there. And the invite is, creating this excitement and you know, this this I want to belong um, feeling as well. So it's really important from the get go that you hit it right and you pass on your messages being short and sweet, but really having nailing this down as making feel the guests that they are welcome, not just <clears throat> we sold tickets. Come if you like. It's more about like we're doing this amazing thing. It's something you don't want to miss. And we promise we want to make the most of your time. It really to understand your community from the get-go. And I think the first point of contact it really is that email or that paper invite that says, please join us to so and so. And it really is then the journey started with registration coming later on where it needs to be seamless. And again, it's the hospitality speaking here where you know nobody wants to not understand the registration, not being able to upload a photo or take 25 minutes to register. Nobody wants that. So I think the the journey really starts from the moment where it starts to be open to your community, your group, your client. Um, Events at Founders Forum, this is what is something that we we kind of did from the get-go. It really started with, hi, come to join us. Uh, We want to make this the most successful event for you we understand you're busy and then really like having this really nice touch of you know you are a guest you're not just yet another bad older within the conference space you are somebody that is coming to have an experience with us and your participation would be amazing and it really is that sentiment of be are guest basically.
1: And and. there's two words that i want to just pull out there one is guest and one is participation or or participant if referring to the to to, to the person and the people that are are attending and that is how do we take somebody from being i suppose being a guest where they are present to being a participant where they are actually engaging because i i think subtly they're potentially two different things um a, a lot of people may come to an event and be quite maybe quite silent, you know, in terms of they are there, they are present in the room, they are, you know, within the confines of the particular in-person event. But to then escalate them to the level of being somebody who is participating and engaging, that's maybe something that, again, needs to start quite early on in the journey as I see it. Um, how did you – Did was, was there any conscious sort of decision or process to pr- provoke – questions to provoke thoughts in advance of them actually arriving at the in-person event?
0: Yes, of course. So as I was mentioning, the registration process is so important and, you know, it is your canvas. It's where you want to be. So Founders Forum, what we've done is inviting people that are relevant to the team and then um, registration is really our moment to shine where we ask a very quick, small question of Topic of interest are you know things that can help us leverage. And one thing we've done for years and worked so brilliantly is we create that guest list, but the content and everything else gets curated as soon as we have more RSVP. So for example, if we have a conference around medication, like everything has to go to health, but we notice that everybody is interested or works into the AI space, which we know in 2023 is the hot topic in the tech industry, Well, we leverage quickly by inviting potentially more people into the AI space and creating more experience around it, or more talked about it, and really being attentive to what your guests are saying to you, what they want to hear, what will make the most of their time. There's also other marketing tools, for example, like internet is um, sorry, social media is really really good for quick poll like oh which topic do you think it says and then people answer and kind of leverage your content team or your community team on the invite and the content they pull together or the exhibitors they bring together. But The other thing as well that is super important is um, the data you have from previous events even though it's not the same event that you did the, the year before is what is your get? what's the guest journey what do they expect what were the feedback and you need to build that you need to be very very aware of this as well for example founders forum we are so notorious that even though there's a lot of content too much and our rooms are never full people are in the networking and they are networking so much with each other and this is why they come to our event and this is what we Provide them is that platform for for them to have the best networking of the year. So you know we need to recalibrate the experience and being a participant, you need to bring them to yes your content. But then again, you need to, to see they want to do networking. How can we enhance that into our advantage as well and the advantage and the mission of the actual event? So you know there's a lot of brainstorm that are putting you there, but it needs to be more a party participation. So more of a workshop. An example we did last summer, well this summer actually, was um, you know, um, we had a different team and then we had people spread out together and you know we gave them a speech and then we were like, okay, you have half an hour, create a new company with AI tools. This is what we want to see, go, go, go. And then again, it was networking because people got to know each other in that half hour, but they did something together and make them participating into the experience and what the event is, as opposed to just to your point be shy and, you know, just attending and taking what they came to do. It really is to give back to that community for making sure that they engage with your content, but they engage with your attendee. It really is creating those experiences that will make them go, yes, actually, this is of interest. And... You know, it, it's all about how you're going to make it happen smoothly as well. Like, you do not force people. People are curious naturally, and you need to make it very simple. And when we were talking about hospitality, this is what hotels do. This is what restaurants do. You do not have to think. It is a flow throughout the day. So if you want to go for this session, you don't have to search throughout the building where it is. You know where it is. You'll have people to talk to to be able to really have like, oh, where's this? And people are knowledgeable, happy, and really, really easy to talk to. And this is what you need. You have a lot of introverts that are pushed to go to events, and you need to really curate for them as well because the extroverts are the one that will participate in everything. But you always need to think of these people that are a bit like socially anxious or really, really introverts. So really, I think participating guests is very different. Guest is really somebody that you want to, to have and really create that memorable experience for them. But uh, participant is really people that will leverage and live with the content. But to make sure that this happens, it needs to be what the crowd wants.
1: Mm. And, and th- th- reflecting on all of that, Uh, and and looking again at the the synergy between the hospitality side of things and the event planning side of things and content if you want audiences i believe to engage with the content of your event you first of all have to get them to engage getting them to talk in uh, uh, about anything is step one um and then naturally once you've got people who don't know each other talking to each other. Then the conversation evolves, and this is where I think the hospitality side of things is so important at events. And I, I saw earlier on this year at an event where the food offering was spectacular, really, really good food,
0: and it, it got people to,
1: and it got people talking. Okay. You know, they weren't talking necessarily about the content of the the session or the, but what it did do is is by putting some thought, the organizers by putting some thought into the quality of the food is it then creates a talking point to the people who are experiencing that food. And then that would naturally then evolve into a conversation about what they were doing at the event, where they were from, what's their professional background, who are they, what are they looking for? And the amount of conversations that I saw evolve from those conversations that started just near the food Was you know that that there were were a lot of those conversations taking place and this is why i think that you know we should never underestimate the importance of of those sort of more social experiences that we try to create in and around the schedule and the timetable of our events
0: exactly and i think you hit the nail on the head like it is all about how you make it a flow during the day like it's not just content 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 people or just you know it's like I'll I'll use this example. You go on a date, and all you think about is your romantic and like people are just no. Like can can we can we talk about like the weather or can we talk about something else and just like set the scene. And again, it's exactly the same in an event. You want to walk, but you want to have like maybe a piece of art that makes people think. Or an example we did at Funus Forum was you know people coming and getting their booty bags. We had facial recognition that was saying to you like, are you feeling happy? Are you you know, sad, are you, what, what, what is your face saying to the AI tool? And then people were really engaging with this for us. It was giving us the time to get everything right in the background, but for them it was an entertainment and people were like connecting around this. And because, you need something to connect that is not necessarily the content because it is sometimes too raw, too difficult and people are feeling awkward because it can come across very salesy, which nobody really wants anymore nowadays. People just want to have a nice conversation. And again, I will come back to this concept of community where you want to belong with the other participants. You want to feel you connected with them, not just on a professional level where have your details, I'll connect you, we will do a deal. It's more like, oh my God, this person has the same background. They, their company has the same thing. And then it end up being like a community by being sharing knowledge that necessarily doesn't really end up into potentially a deal or something, but it is growing your network. It is growing, you know, who you meet. And this as the event, if you provide that to your guests, they'll say, I go to that event and I made so many connections that helped me on so many levels. Great, I need to go back because for me, this is very, very a think tank. It's where I can actually get inspiration. And this is what people need. Everybody can watch a TED Talk. Everybody can, you know, take a class on something. But not everybody is able to meet the right people in the right industry in a certain space. And I think it's the main thing of an event. And we saw during the pandemic, what you need is those connections. The strongest relationship I've seen is people waiting at the queue at the buffet. Or people, you know, bonding together because, you know, there's a flying car in the backyard. Like, people are just getting excited. And these are the things that makes the event a success because, yes, the content is so key And whatever you need to promise to your sponsors or your partner, like, definitely needs to be there. But it's how you dress it. And the dressing is more important because it will it will really help with this experience to your attendees and really make them have that feeling that this is the event I need to be because it made me feel great. It actually was easy to find. It was, everybody was so pleasant. The food was delicious. And, you know, the lanyard was not, down my trousers every time. Like, it's all those little details that we need to look at uh, to make sure that, you know, the experience is so smooth. And what I say to the team all the time is, if nobody knows, it's you, you did your job right. Because it needs to be so straightforward that the guests do not have to ask ridiculous questions. Uh, Where's the Wi-Fi password? You should have it everywhere. It should be easy for people to connect. And again, it's it, we live in a world where it's all about the experience as opposed to a purpose. And I think people are more selective of what they attend nowadays. Um, their time is precious. We've seen it during pandemic, people are going back to hybrid, but they still want to be close to their family, which is fair your event needs to offer something that they wouldn't get anywhere else. If they can connect online and look on something and get all the bullet points of the content and walk away, no, you fail as an hospitality, like as, as an experience. And people need to, do, to arrive and have this feeling this because 10 years down the line, they won't remember who were your guest speaker. They won't remember what they had to, to eat or the color of your table linen. But they will remember that event was great. I remember having a great time. And this is what is important.
1: They'll, exactly right. They will remember the overall experience and the feeling that they got from being there, even if they can't reference specifically the sessions that, that, that they that they participated in or the the exhibitors that they visited on the trade show floor whatever the type of event is they will remember the the, the the feeling very much i always think of it like live music you know people remember going to see a band or a concert somewhere they can't name every song in the order that was played that night but they can remember that overall experience and saying well that was a great gig that was a superb concert you know i just i remember the feeling that it gave me
0: Exactly, And they will remember like, oh, you know, that wine was delicious. That cocktail was great. Or, oh, this is where so-and-so met and now we're friends. And, you know, the, you're part of the story of that person. And, you know, we are human being very emotional so everything that touches us and makes us feel at ease and secure is what event needs to be. If you arrive in a place where it is just you know neon lighting very very everything's the same everybody just want to sell you something you want to run for the hills because it's not an experience it's it's just it's so dry you feel awkward you feel obligated to speak with people but if it's an experience where you Every detail will contribute to it. Like it's to the chairs on which the attendee sits, to the quality of the food, to the ease of connecting to internet or to, you know, the Instagram wall that you need for your marketing team. All these details are what is actually, will be remembered and what people will comment on more than anything else. So yes, your content is obviously super key and your guest is quality and, you know, everything is super important, but it's how you dress it that is really how you you feel like the difference between going to a hotel restaurant and a McDonald's, like it, it, yes, it serves a purpose both, but one you'll remember for a while. And, you know, do you remember when was your last McDonald's? No, (laughs) you know, but do you remember last time you had dinner at the, the Savoy? Probably, you know, because that level of quality, the details, like everything was made for you. And this is luxury. This is, you know, luxury is, 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 made easy for you to live by. It's not necessarily the rich purse and stuff. It's more luxury is that feeling of I don't have to think for myself and this is a break for my brain. This is great and an event should be like that. You get your registration. You walk in, and
1: oh my god, who is that? Oh my god! Well, exactly. You know, and I think you know, uh, I'm pleased that we, we're going down this route of the conversation because I think we could list probably between the two, you know the two of us any number of of tech platforms, QA platforms, interpreter you know all of these apps, uh, digital uh, networking tools. Um, that, that help us you know deliver engagement and, prom- uh, and, and promote interaction at events but that this is this is a subject that has almost sort of been forgotten is the art of just good service um and you know i see it more day-to-day what i call day-to-day conferences you know your classic sort of hotel business conference one day you know where the cutlery runs out on the lunchtime buffet Nobody spotted that and so you have a queue of people who are stood there with plates and no cutlery to be able to actually eat the food with and it takes 10 minutes and okay 10 5 10 minutes but but that's a negative that's had a negative impact on their experience and it's such a small easy thing to be able to monitor and make sure that you're dealing with that before it becomes an issue you know coffee running out simple things you know that i think sometimes are overlooked and you know it, it we we concentrate so much on maybe and all the the more sort of detailed and the, the the tech side of things now that we we've forgotten the art of basic hospitality and monitoring what's happening you know on a minute-to-minute basis on the, on, on the overall floor of, of the event that we're running um whether that's an indoor event an outdoor event you know it it, it could be anything um and this this sort of brings me on to something that you you very very briefly touched on, which is actually not just having the tools to create the engagement, but having the tools or some ability to monitor whether or not that the engagement actually worked. And and you 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 very briefly mentioned the facial recognition uh, tools that are available now. And I, I'm going to purely because I I've worked with them and I've seen it firsthand. I'm going to mention a company like Zenus who know, uh, yes yeah I, I've, I've worked with before who for those of you who haven't come across them this type of technology it, it, it is is anonymous facial recognition in the sense that it looks at people's facial reactions and expressions and based on that it can analyze whether or not it was a positive reaction negative reaction an inquisitive reaction a raise of the eyebrows you know maybe surprise or you know uh, uh, you know somebody's had their interest piqued by a particular uh, interaction or something that they've seen and and it's interesting that you, you you've you've deployed this within the context of some of the founders forum events by the sounds of things to 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 mm-hmm. monitor this and I said that the, uh, I suppose the the conversation here is about the tools that we have available to us now to actually see whether or not the engagement that we wanted to happen did happen.
0: No, and you're right. So yes, I've been using ZNS for many, many years and I work on them on Bespoke Project for Founders Forums event. And, you know, the insight we got were amazing because not only it pleased my content team, my marketing team as well, on, you know, the interaction of the crowd with certain pieces of content and you know sponsored suggestion, how they did, which is great to give right feedback and make sure that, you know, next time you hit it better, if it was not Successful, but it, it it is subtle. It is so difficult nowadays to get survey post event. So difficult, people do not want to engage because again they live in the moment. And if you don't send your your survey within twelve hours of ending the event, you'll you'll have a very poor rate of return. And you know you need to leverage technology in a good way, where for example our app follows people and tracks people throughout the, the day, and we send the survey with their personal kind of like, this is what you've done. And you attended seven sessions, you spoke with 302 people, you did this, you did that. People are excited and because you give them that and they see survey, they're like, oh sure, yes, because they're excited. And this is how you need to leverage the technology and really to see like what's the behavior of people walking around, there's so many tools um, that will help you. You need to be careful and this is what I kind of warn everybody about is you cannot, because it's an event, human on human, you cannot do everything then. Yes, facial recognition for registration is great, but people like to talk. They like to ask silly questions. Where's the bathroom? These are the first questions. Where's the bathroom? Where's the book room? What's the internet? A machine doesn't do it. It needs to be human. And yes, facial recognition will help you, but you need to also make sure you have staff. You have people that talk to you then, just to make sure that people feel welcome and it's warm. They will love using the technology, but they will also love having it paired with somebody in those main area. We had Robert doing cocktails and they were not alone. They were like on the stage and there were people like around it and that was fun. But it's just about how you integrate this, but keep the human touch as well as important. It's not just, let's just, you know, the Tesco change every cashier for automatic checkout have one clerk and buy. It's more like, okay, welcome and having those small talk and connecting this information is very important. Like yes, the survey is important, post questions throughout the day for sure. Um, you know, feeding and stuff. But what's important is building that ecosystem and talking to your guests after the event. Like, hey, can I take half an hour in two weeks, like just to run through like your thoughts and everything, no commitment. And people are usually like feel honored and they will do it for you. Another thing I don't know, when we do a retreat, for example, like when people check out on the Sunday morning, I stay near a registration desk and I ask all the guests, I'm like, so you had a good time? Like, th- was this all right for you? And stuff like just general question. And I get so much feedback just because I'm human and I'm in front of them and they're waiting for the taxi. And instead of scrolling the gram, they will talk to me. And you know, it's just about this human relationship and leveraging the right tools as well to to make sure it makes sense with what you want. to
1: mm. So yeah, I, I guess we can we can say that you know a combination of the right tools, given the technology that's available to us, and human interaction is 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 the key. And and I guess it's it's striking that balance. And I think we've all witnessed events, particularly in the last you know decade or so, as, as event tech has boomed uh, yes. where we've seen uh, examples where potentially the, the technology has overtaken and that balance or there is an imbalance now between you know human interaction and 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 and, and you know for, and actually maintaining that that human communication uh, and allowing technology to do that for us, um, whether that be email surveys or, you know, click here or Twitter or whatever whatever we tools that we've used for it. Um, I, I always think that that human interaction can be, uh, you know, as important, um, if not more important. But also, I think that if we're being brutally honest about it, sometimes we're scared to do that. If we're not quite sure that our event has been everything that we'd hoped it would be, there is sometimes a natural um, reaction to maybe retreat and hide a little bit away from it and let the guests leave or let the delegates leave. And sometimes if you, if you suspect that things haven't gone exactly to plan over the course of your event, arguably that's an even more important uh, uh, opportunity to stand and speak to people and find out what their experience was like and to get the negative feedback as well as the, the positive feedback.
0: Definitely. And I think it's, it it goes to the culture you have in your own organization being like do you have room for mistake? like is there like you know people have often to your point failure under the rug and we don't talk about it i think it's important to dissect and make sure it doesn't happen and i think it's not a pointing finger exercise it's more about okay this, this, this did not go the way we thought why and you know how can we leverage and again this is more important to have those bad feedback and just understanding to make sure that next time you get it right and i think you know you need to dig into this and you need to create that culture that you know yes not everything will be 100 and it's okay but let's talk about it and really let's let's just as a team get it right and you know what you were saying as well is i get the balance technology and and human interaction. And a lot of people will say there's no stuff. It's so expensive to have people. And I get that and I so do. Like budgets are getting more and more restricted. The economy situation is not the best, but it is an investment. It is something that, you know, no machine do yet what a human can do. And it's this attention to detail is somebody that say, oh, your code, I put it there, like, it, it is that little interaction that will make people feel so special. As I say often, don't work harder, work smarter. Use technology where it's easy. And, you know, chat is the perfect example. People are scared, but I feel if we use it properly, it will save you time to focus more on that ecosystem building and this community sense and connect human to human. And, you know, let everything being done by machine, fine. But at the end of the day, the human touch is is the key to, to, to that
1: feeling of an event well done. Absolutely. We've been talking today on the Event Industry News podcast to Jesse Peterkin, who until recently was the head of events at Founders Forum. And uh, as we've touched on, you know, many other roles, including uh, senior hospitality uh, uh, venues like the Savoy in London and uh, working for, was it was it uh, for, for Road Quebec, Road. the government? The government as well, yes. Wow, amazing but i suppose something to pick up there is until recently you were the head of events at founders forum you know would would you mind sort of telling us what what's the plan going for you are you taking some time out <laughs> from events or or do you intend to stay within the events industry
0: yes i i definitely do i'm just taking a break it's been a bit uh busy uh, the past few years, so I just needed a little bit of a breather and personal reason as well. So I, I'm just taking a little toast to come back even more energized and ready for more, actually.
1: Well, well i i hope that uh, it's not been too stressful a start to your to your week by taking a little bit of time out <laughs> to have this chat today but it, it's been really lovely to sort of just just have this conversation to, to to pick up on some of your experience and it's always great to have people on who have this experience you know that you should never underestimate how important experiences in, in in the industry and seeing so many different events and and you know on the subject of you know engagement and and you know that's exactly what we've been doing today is is that hopefully the people listening and tuning into this podcast today have done exactly what they would do if they were going to an event you know they've learned something they've engaged with it and if we can keep that conversation going um, let's do that presumably if if people want to get in touch with you can they find you on on LinkedIn and and places like that
0: absolutely LinkedIn is the best way to reach me at the moment Uh, I'm I'm available for any question any conversation I'm a geek when it comes to event I love to be challenged I love to talk about it so please drop me a line and um, find me on LinkedIn
1: Fabulous. Thank you. Well, yeah, thank you very much today, Jesse. And as, as I said, we generally, I, I always record these podcasts on, on a Monday, uh, which is maybe sort of giving away some of the secrets behind the scenes of, of the podcast. So, you know, often my guests are being thrown into a conversation first thing at the start of their working week after maybe a, an exhausting weekend, either on an event site or socialising. So, you know, I'm always grateful to our guests for being so uh, engaging and positive when I sort of throw things at them first on a Monday morning after having three cups of coffee um so yeah <laughs> it's been great as always to, 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 ha- to have have a conversation on this podcast um if you want to find out a little bit more about what's happening at event industry news don't forget that if you're listening to this today via your podcast platform head over to eventindustrynews.com when you next get a chance and check out the latest news features special supplements and of course the a to Z supplier directory that is on the website if you are uh, an event organizer a professional somebody who works within the industry and you're looking for a product a service or a supplier supplier chances are you will find it on the a to z supplier directory over on event industry news Dot com. Of course, if you are already there on the website and you're watching the video version of today's podcast, thank you very much for tuning in and please don't forget to go in the opposite direction. Search for the Event Industry News pod- Podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Spotify, Apple, etc, etc. Make sure that you're subscribed to it so that you get all the episodes as they drop once a week and uh, stay up to date with what we're doing via the audio versions of the podcast, which brings us nicely to the end of today's episode. My thanks once again to my guest today, Jesse Peterkin, and I'll see you all on the next edition of the podcast stay safe everybody goodbye thank you